Take two. Guess since my text message didn't resonate, I'll just say it here. Ha. Guess since nobody answered the phone, I'll just do the podcast then for you. So basically, my mom and I were having a conversation and she was like, whoa, whoa, pause. You know, you should write some of this down. This is good podcast material. I was like, mom, I mean, this is like, <laughs> first of all, I don't say mom. <laughs> Sounds so white when I say that. Oh, it basically these conversations are essentially the conversations I have with my mom. Like the thoughts that I go through, and when I'm doing the podcast and writing and shit. I mean, I talk about those things with my mom all the time. Like that's the thing people don't know. Like I don't just like talk with my mom. Like, hey, how was your day? Like, what did you do and shit like that? And her advice on like life and outfits and shit. No, it's like real baller conversation, like geopolitical dictatorship. You know what I'm saying? And. You know, we talk about different things we see, we hear, and we should, you know, exchange media between each, uh, between each other, too. And what's interesting about that is, like, you ain't got to have a quantity of relationships where you're always engaging in a conversation and shit like that. Sometimes, you know, a lot of this conversation that you might be having is quite pointless because, like I was telling my homie Martin today, uh, we were having a similar conversation about this as well with uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, the uh, wife of FDR. She basically said, if I'm not mistaken, that, you know, great people talk about ideas. Normal people talk about events, but like poor people, old people, you know, not poor money on the inside, talk about other people. So are you engaging all these conversations where it's essentially being people that are discussing about other people and discussing about events, but it's not moving your day-to-day, your perspective any further. It's not moving neither a micro nor a macro because it's not talking about ideas. And ideas is what we can use to change and impact the world and the lives around us. So if it's not changing ideas, you know, if it's not discussing ideas, so then that goes to another area of who are you surrounding yourself with? Because if you are the average of the five people you hang out with, well, then, like, you've got to dig deep into those five people and analyze, you know, what their internal struggles are, what are their social struggles, where does that come from internally, you know what I mean? Where is a certain person is just a certain way just because that's just the way they are. What essentially is... The issue here, hold on, I'm getting a phone call. Okay, back at it again, a foot of vitamin Z. My uncle called me. And what was I saying? Surrounded by yourself, surrounding yourself by people that, you know, like my uncle used to say, that you can benefit from. And not benefit necessarily in a way for you to exploit from the people around you, but simply people that have something to offer you, something that you can learn from and vice versa. You know, where can we be adding value to each other's people's lives? So if you are around people that aren't looking to provide value to other people's lives and they're simply either not looking to provide, well, then they're going to be taken. You know what I mean? We feed off each other's energy. And so you should be in a room where there's potential for you to grow. You know, you're not the smartest one, but you're not the dumbest one either, right? There's definitely something that you have to teach to someone else there, but there's also other people there for you to learn from. So, yeah, I guess that's that on that topic. And when you move around, move your circles around, but also move geographically, because this can occur on a micro, right? Where you're from, you know, your hometown, your university, your campus, your work, your school, all that shit. But it can also occur where you're like, you go from that farm countryside to your city and your state. And you go from that state capital to a bigger regional city. And then you go to a bigger regional city to, you know, 
a, a, a bigger city, you go to LA, you go to New York, and then you leave your country and you go, you know, you go from Guarico to Caracas, you go from, you know, Uruguay to Buenos Aires because you just got to hop on a ferry and boom, now you're in a bigger city with bigger potential. As sore as it seems, you know, the other, you know, generally that is the economic theory, the idea that, you know, moving to these big cities where you're going to get the most potential, the better way of climbing up a certain ladder in order to get higher economic standing and better jobs and shit like that. But on this other podcast, I was listening to a pitchfork economics, you know, they're basically talking about one of the episodes where it was like, it wasn't true. There was an economist arguing about how you can move to actually smaller places and other places because you have to look at cost of living and look at what you can make in reference to what you can also save because as you're trying to earn more in these bigger places what's coming out of your pocket is is getting so you know disproportionate and it's fucking crazy you know rent prices and things like that so when you move around to these different circles and you go on to these different places what you end up finding is there's similar people to where you come from but there's also so much different ones and you realize there's good and bad people everywhere there's people that seem and act so different than what you're accustomed to but in a way you fuck with them you know chemistry works in ways we don't sometimes always understand they're just certain people and i'm not just talking about in romantics but any types of relationship there's certain professors you never thought would have an impact but do certain classmates certain friends certain boyfriends and girlfriends certain people where you know the positive impacts they leave on may not even be analyzed right in that moment right in that second because we're always observing, look at different things, but in reality, you know, the things we don't see are in reality sometimes the ones with the, where the biggest impact gets left. The things we focus our attention so much on, it's like a magic show, you know what I mean? We're focused on one thing, but the, really the show's going on somewhere else. The whole show's going on somewhere else, and you don't know where, but it's there, and yeah, so, you know, change is good because change is essentially where growth occurs you know what i'm saying change brings on discomfort and discomfort means growth that's not something you should run away from or hide that's something you should enjoy and get comfortable in right kobe they would tell people that like you know that feeling of you know change that feeling of being alone that feeling of of uh being an outsider and it's like no you welcome it and that's something i've learned too being the only child moved around different types of schools you know texas florida and vegas are all very different places and now moving to spain you know as a kid you know my mom took me to italy venezuela palestine jordan and you get to see all these different places parts of your heritage parts of you know all these people that know you and they know so many things about your family but you don't have to know anything about them and the life and where they come from and it's an interesting and crazy bond so you know that's always where anybody with you know heritage in the family anybody with roots in other places you know you could be born in france and have a grandma in senegal you know it's always good to retrace those steps because there are different layers and different parts of ourselves that are important to uncover and analyze because there's history to be learned from everywhere for example you know that was one of the arguments against nationalism i'm sorry arguments for nationalism and that comes out of you know from a china perspective of where like having that pride in the sense of the of the nation you know, when you don't, when you try to obscure it a little bit and try to downplay it and look at a universal perspective, well, then there's like the small, deep micros that you miss that you can actually learn from. And of course, it's naturally going to happen when you're zooming out. And if you zoom in too much, you know, with nationalism, then you get caught on the smallest issues and forget to forget and you forget to go back to the bigger picture. But essentially, that argument for nationalism goes back to like, where you can understand something from the history there could be something already said you could be trying to solve a problem that you have now but the answer was always already written 
years ago, right? And that's the way some people feel about religion, like issues we're going through now. They're like, yo, I got this book. I got this religion. I know this. Like they've already talked about the issues you're going through now. You know what I mean? So sometimes our own, it's like beer goggles, our own uh, skepticisms and our own critiques, you know, we blind ourselves essentially from seeing what's already there. And it could all be based off different biases and things like that. So you shouldn't necessarily be, I don't think you should be turned off to nationalism, but I don't, you know, don't play around with the word great too much. Just look at what's been done before you with a sense of pride, you know what I mean? Because that macro of looking at China's history and shit comes down to the micro in Chinese culture and history of looking at your, you know, the patriarchal society, looking at the ancestors, looking at your father, looking at your grandfather, looking at the people before you, right? Looking at the legacy, you know, on your micro, on your own personal family and your and the kids and the kinfolk, like those things. And it all ties in when everybody's doing that on the macro of like we as a nation, what have we done, you know, our previous dynasties and what are we doing? doing now and what are we looking to do towards the future and they know that they carry that legacy and tradition right that macro framework of the past using that in order to try to dive into and and understand the micro we have today which is so different from yesterday and the future of, and today is going to be so much different than the future you know what i'm saying so you always have to prepare for that and anticipate that but you also have to be relaxed enough to understand that change is the only constant Right. That's the only thing that's going to be normal is change. And if we can within ourselves as we grow, as we get older, but within the world at large, because that's all it's been doing. If you study history, what you do is you study change and you study ways to analyze that change and predict those changes, because you always want to be learning from the past, learning from history, using history as a tool and not as simply as you know, flashcards just to flip through like, oh, yeah, I remember this and this year and this year and this year. No. How does that apply to now and how's that going to apply to the future? So when we can do that on our micros and we got so many people doing that, you know, anything on a micro, you know, anything on a macro scale full of micros is a macro issue. And that's where you get that unison of Chinese people looking at their families and then the whole country looking at their legacy and what they want to leave and, you know, do because they're on a fucking mission. Right. And when you get yourself and your family on a mission, you can raise a country full of people on a mission with purpose and every little thing that they do from the person cleaning up the garbage to every CEO and you can get that all under one message, whether that be positivity, happiness, you know, whatever it is, whatever economic system, you just have to understand to get everybody unison on the micros and macros, right? You got to tie everybody in to similar lifestyles because our micro micros are going to be entirely different with, the, you know, ways inequality is now. If I have to live in a such different environment and healthy standards of, of uh, housing and transportation and all that shit. Because of my economic conditions and the racism gets tied into this as well. And then someone else gets to live a much better life, healthier, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. We're so out of sync on our micros. The macro that we're dealing with and the macros that exist are always going to be fucking us up. And so you got to get that all. So it's either like, let's all be poor in one country. So we only deal with poor country, poor people problems. Or we can all live richer in a rich country and deal with rich people rich people problems but we got to get everybody in the same fucking boat it's never going to work with inequality like inequality like then some people think well it's better to have the inequality than to all be poor and it's like i guess but you know it's a, a lot of people in a lot of poor places are really fucking happy and a lot of people in these unequal places are really fucking miserable there's a few people happy and there's a bunch of people fucking pissed off so yeah this is essentially what I'm trying to leave people with from somebody that's, you know, moved around a lot. Change is good. That's my perspective. That's my cup of tea on this situation. So let me light this shit up and then maybe we can find something else to discuss.
because this has been about 12 minutes and I was thinking of doing podcasts like an under 30. I think under 30 is good. You know, like an episode of some shit. You know what I mean? That's something doable for a lot of people. Uh, I haven't decided like a target audience because how I'm going to recommend my show to people and they're going to be like, wait, do you curse? I'm like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think about it. It just comes out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck. It's a fun word to say. I've heard it the first time since I was four and I've been saying it since. Four letter word. F-U to the C-K. F-U-A-D. That's my father's name, actually. He used to always like, how do you spell your name, Fwad? F-U. And he would have this pause in the middle. <laughs> I don't know why. He would just have this pause. Like he's about to say like 16 other letters. Just like F-U, pause. A-D. That's it. All right. Hey, and take smoke breaks in your day too. If you don't smoke, take breaks to meditate. Take breaks to breathe. That's what smoking is essentially. That's why Arabs love fucking doing it. Because you are just there seeing the smoke breathing. Just step outside. Look at the air. Look at the stars. Look at the rocks sitting in front of you. Look at just look at simple dumb shit, bro. And just relax. Not think of anything. And just breathe. Look at the stars. Look at the sky. Meditate. Close your eye. Let your thoughts flow down a river. Away from you. You know what I'm saying? stretch walk around you know do some calf raises some squats some push-ups jumping out whatever the fuck you know what i mean get your blood flowing throughout the day and also try to plan for more rigorous exercises because cardiovascular health bro help your mind help your body help your spirit hit all three you know what i mean you gotta hit all those trifectas you know what i'm saying spiritually we here maximize on the trifecta of all these threes with the help of these therapeutic trees i am listening to which you see, every time, bro, every time I get into shit on a podcast is when a Drake song is playing. Right now is when to say when. When I started this podcast, it was furthest thing. Shit, bro. Maktoub. How you plan to make it to the top by just fitting in? How you plan to take somebody's spot by giving in? How you getting hyped off of one hit, do that shit again? Damn, coach, put him in. What y'all been listening to lately? Do you listen to music? Or do you dive into the lyrics? Or you just listen to beats? Or do you just like background music? You know what I mean? Are you like an elevator person? You just like the shit go on so it's not entirely silent? You know what I mean? Or do you like the silence? And do you like music in a way to dive into a different world? Because music's like an art form, right? Reading a poem or reading a book. Sometimes you can read fiction. You know, why are these? Why is the Three Musketeers so fucking long? Why are all these books that were written so long ago so long? Because they didn't have any other form of entertainment. They didn't have no Netflix episode or nothing to scroll through. So you wanted to read about all the stupid shit. That's why you can take the Three Musketeers, a 700-page book or whatever, and put it into like 225 max. You know what I'm saying? Or just all the important parts with some dumb shit, you know, to go through transitions and waves, but... At the end of the day, it all comes down to, you know, different forms of entertainment, the ways we can entertain and please ourselves quickly, but efficiently as well, right? Because we want quick hits, you know what I'm saying? Quick shots. Man, let's get to the bottom of it. I was reading an article talking about clouds. Apparently, clouds are really fucking important to... Uh, 
reflecting sunlight, you know, letting heat release, absorbing heat. And without them, we would actually live in a much hotter planet. But I don't know how much hotter because it's going to get hot as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Some nights I wish I could go back in life. Not to change shit, just to feel a couple things twice. That is one of my all-time favorite Drake lyrics. And it's because just every time I've heard it, it's like, yeah, I feel that. And it's not just feeling it. It's like having that same feeling. I mean, that's what artists get paid to do, right? To sometimes convey things that we can't necessarily express ourselves. And it's like, I haven't really wanted to go back in time. I've talked about travel time, travel, uh, traveling back through time. In eighth grade, we like read books and watched the movie on it and shit like that. But yeah, I've seen things like when in terms of the idea of like regret, you know what I mean? Where you could feel like, damn, if I was back then there right now, I would have done this. I would have said this, but you can't. But it's like, no, not necessarily regret, but like just to go through that same feeling when like knowing that you were doing what you could at that time, you know, not living your life through regret, but living through the gratefulness and appreciation that, yeah, every moment is a fleeing moment. And it would be nice to do that. But then again, that's why they call it one life. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, how you going to live it? How you going to live it? Damn, bro. The higher we get, the better the podcast get. I know y'all kicking it the stairs right now. Because here's the thing. This is a podcast for people that smoke and don't smoke. Drink and don't smoke. Fuck and don't fuck. Sleep and don't fuck. Sleep and don't sleep, my bad. This is a place for everybody. Because we fuck with everybody at Unfiltered Vitamin Z. We don't give a fuck who you are. You know what I mean? Because I'm a ambiguously mixed dude. I could be Moroccan, if I say I'm Moroccan. Tunisian, Thai. I could be Korean. I could be Filipino. I could be Mexican, Puerto Rican. I could be any Latino because Latinos are extremely diverse. I could be any Middle Eastern because Middle Eastern people are diverse too. The world is so much more diverse than the way the U.S. tries to play it out. It's not just white and black, bro. It ain't just like you're this, you're this, you're this, and you're this. No, it's like we're all mixed of everything. And we're going to get more mixed because if you look at everybody, everybody's mixing. You see every race dating someone in every other race. And all these fucking babies going to be coming out and then having more sex with more mixed baby kids when they grow up. And then everybody just becomes looking more and more and more and more fucking mixed. And we'll all finally become like a really good looking global world society. You know what I mean? Like 50, 100 years. It's going to be a great time for fucking if we're all still alive because it's going to be a lot of mixed people walking around. It's going to look like Brazil, but on a global scale. You know what I'm saying? It's going to have that level of tan sexiness walking around. And especially if the world's going to be hot as hell, we're all going to be walking around with great ass tans. We're going to look like bronze. We're going to be chiseled. We're going to be constantly sweating and oily. It's just going to be, yeah, it's going to be triple digit toasty. That's what it's going to be. Shout out to anybody that's listened to the old podcast of me in Vegas. Triple digit toastiness. Also, I think in one of the previous podcasts where I was talking about the broccoli and shit and the vitamins D, E, K, and A and that nutrition, that olive oil, I basically wrote some of these like rhymes that like go with it too. So I'm going to share them with y'all. Since on the topic of Drake, I said it once before, watch me say this shit again. I know y'all stay buzzing. Don't trip. This is still Zae, Drizzy's Arab cousin. 
I see you at the family reunion. What the 1% doing? What we sitting around doing? Summer 16. Now we in the 2023s. I see you if we follow steam. Peace in the Middle East. When peace gotta fight its way through to update to new editions. When peace ain't peace if it's just about normalization. All tied up with climate change. Fight its way through like it's an audition. Take life too seriously and everything you doing when you gone no one missing it. Like what were you missing? That's just the way history written. Cause the ones that won the wars always be bullshitting. But I'm still doing me, still blowing trees, still tending to my seeds so they can one day grow into foresty green trees. Broccoli looking shit, but on a macro. Broccoli drizzled in olive oil, little balsamic vinegar is where it's at though. Vitamins D, E, K, and A, lipids saw you ball, cooking my greens up in a big white bowl, eating right to heal my soul, body, mind, and soul. Hit the trifecta. We're here maximizing all three with the aid of these therapeutic trees out here in Salamanca. Ispan A, tribe. CA, sack of the low CA. I'm gonna be making hits with my homie Alex from Alabama. A shout out to Willie and Reggie from Tampa Bay. Open up shop on Sunday. I said, Willie, ain't today guys day? He said, nah, not when the service take all day. But he was Muslim once too. We called him Mustaf A. I was Mexican once too. I was all underlay way. Move out the fucking way. You keep fucking up with my pay. But one day I'm gonna be the one that's gonna tell him what to say. Yeah, that tattoo artist, Bernie, told me that the cops and people here, little racist C, don't like him hashishin, my rockin' face got cops thinking I be pickpocketing, but I'm just pocketing my dreams, everything real, yet how fake it all seems. Alright, we're gonna give it to you this in under 25 minutes in, so this is like an episode on Netflix with no commercials. So that's always good because we don't want to flood y'all with shit. Plus, I ain't got no sponsors yet. You know what I'm saying? So share this motherfucking podcast with somebody you know and like. You know what I'm saying? Someone that's going to enjoy this. So maybe in the future, I could get some sponsors that won't annoy you. But will find a perfectly fine balance between making me a little cash and getting you a decent deal on some shit that you probably didn't really need but i mean it doesn't hurt not have it doesn't hurt having it you know what i'm saying and if we could find that balance that'll be perfect you know what i'm saying so how we gonna we gonna end this with y'all i went into this shoe store this is true story not gonna lie there's a there was a shoe store by my old apartment here in salamanca next to my kiosquito my bodega and uh, there was a cute girl that worked in there too. And I feel like sometimes we'll be making eye contact. Sometimes I'll be passing by. But I was passing by quick because I was on a big avenida. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my bank is there. Like I was doing important shit. You know what I'm saying? And the Mercadona, the big supermarket is there too. So I never really got the chance to see him. One day I'm passing by. Like I was like with the intention. Like I'm going to go. Because that's the way life works. When you put the intention to do something, it fucking tells you to stop. <laughs> and the store was closed. Like it's like I guess all the shoes sold. Like the whole store was empty. It looked like a fucking dance studio. And then I, I moved up in this other apartment. The northern part of the city and i'm walking by going like, go into my apartment and i see a very similar shoe store same name painting like the shoes in there look the same the design looks the same and i'm like is that the same girl and i was like wait a minute that girl looks taller and i went back later and i was like wait i think that's the girl maybe that was just a co-worker but the store was closed like it was nine o'clock when they closed at 8 30 okay go back the next day and i tell this girl like hey yo what's up this and this and this you know i saw you at this other store but came to talk to you real quick and this is what she told me bro 
She told me she was a maniac. I said, that blends well, because the weed I'll be smoking works a little bit like an aphrodisiac. I see that ass, that's where it's really at. Knock, knock, I came to hit it from the back. With little time, shoes stay on in my snapback. I'm putting the vitamin Z one hell of a ride, baby, better strap back. Follow me on Instagram, the Captain Hummus. Twitter, Captain Hummus. Unfiltered Vitamin Z has an Instagram page now, too. So go ahead and follow that Instagram page, Unfiltered Vitamin Z, and we'll be posting more shit there, too. You know what I'm saying? Little bits and pieces here and there. Anyway, appreciate y'all for listening. Really do. You could be anywhere in the world right now, and you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Peace.